Welcome to Vernacular Podcast. I'm Zach. And I'm Sally. Each week on Vernacular, we explore the art of being truly and fully human. Most of the time, that means that Sally and I chat for 15 to 20 minutes about a topic, general or specific, and how it helps us understand what it means to be human. But we don't have all the answers, so occasionally we invite guests on the show to help us tackle this question in the context of their job or hobby, current events, or pop culture. Thanks for joining us as we practice the art of being human. Do you guys like that? <laughs> that new intro? Yeah, this is the new vernacular. Well, actually, this isn't really the new vernacular, is it? Are we considering this the new? Yeah, it's the start of the new vernacular. 2018, baby. Here we are. <laughs> Yeah, we're just taking vernacular in a little bit of a different direction. Yeah, I think that's fair. So you heard that little, we timed it, 27-second summary of what the new vernacular is. We're going to be putting that on our episodes this season so that new listeners understand what we're all about. But I think maybe an even more concise way of framing the new vernacular is we're going to be making or taking a more targeted look at what it means to be human. Yes, thus far, it's been in the background of our conversations with each other and with guests. But going forward, it's going to be front and center. Right. So with every guest, or even on episodes where we don't have a guest, we're gonna be looking at a topic and how it applies to us being human. Could be something like CRISPR, Cas9, gene editing. Could be death. That sounds really morbid. <laughs> it could be eating. It could be um, reading. Could be spending time outside. It could be spending time with our family. It could be travel. Yeah, any of those things. Yeah, and we are going to attempt to have shorter episodes. Right. And we'll probably have fewer guests, I think. Yeah, I think that's fair. It'll be a lot of me and Sally. So if you don't like us, just wanted to give you a just, warning. You can stop now. <laughs> they do say, I've heard this, they say that when you take away guests from your podcast, you find out who your friends are. Mm, so yes, I've heard that too. We'll see who's going to be listening. <laughs> See what happens to our listener stats just plummeting as we announce that we won't have other people on anymore. This might be the end like, of vernacular. Oh, this is, it was a good run, guys. It was a good run. All right. Well, the reason why we wanted to have a podcast today was to introduce the new vernacular yeah. and also to talk about 2017 in hindsight and talk about 2018 yes. as we're moving forward. So first of all, Zach, do you like to think of making goals or resolutions for the new year because i know this is the end of january but we can still make goals or resolutions if we want to do you yeah. do you do that i am generally opposed to new year's resolutions wow that's harsh yeah Gen Why? i mean generally generally, generally opposed. yeah okay. um let's see a couple of reasons i think one i don't really like the word resolution like um you know it makes me it makes you sound like a founding father you know like we hereby resolve <laughs> Uh, so these too, truths too are hereby serious? resolved. Um, I think it is a little bit too serious. I think instead you should have, you know, intentions. I intend to do this. I intend to do that. Because with a resolution, if it's so absolute, as soon as you break it, it's out the window. Yeah. And I remember seeing on January 1st and January 2nd of this year, uh, all these things on Twitter and Instagram, people making jokes about how their New Year's resolution went out the window five minutes in. <laughs> and like, that's it. That's the end. You know, right, right. That resolution's gone. Right. It's busted. Moving on. We'll try again next year. No. Right, right. So, um, and if you don't have that much of a carefree attitude about it, which I'm really bad at having a carefree attitude about new right. intentions, right. Um, then you kind of feel guilty. And that's yeah, because no then you're like a prisoner of your own resolution. Yeah, that's also, yeah. yeah, that's not good. Or either. you just feel guilty for like, oh, I couldn't make it past January or something, whatever it was. Yeah. I think the second reason I don't like New Year's resolutions is because it encourages this perspective of looking at the looking at the calendar year as 
truly the start of something new when that's totally constructed. So I guess I'm in favor of just continual self-improvement. Yeah. And, uh, you know, don't take this to mean that I'm actually continually self-improving because I'm, I'm failing at that every day. But that you could start a new set of intentions or goals at any point right. in the year. Right. And so if you fail in a New Year's intention, you can continue that same New Year's intention the very next day. And like, I don't know. It's yeah. Just... Or you could decide it's not a failure. It was a test run. And right. that intention actually doesn't work for me. And I'm not going to do it. I'm going to do something different. But I will say this. I mean, I don't want to be too harsh. I don't want to be coming down on people who have New Year's resolutions because I think most of these are very well intended. And I've made them in the past. Right. Um, so I do think that the new year does represent a good opportunity for self-reflection and introspection and figuring out how you can improve. So in that sense, yeah, I think New Year's resolutions can be helpful. I just think people shouldn't get carried away with them or too wrapped up in them. And they shouldn't, they should never, I think like, you know, on December 26th, they should never be like, oh, five days till my resolution kicks in and right. I have to start going to the gym. So right. I'm on If you've well. got a great idea for right. an intention for the new year, just then do just it. start it. Just do it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I think, um, was it... It was definitely – I definitely had some, like, new intentions at the beginning of 2017, but then I think it was in the summer that I started trying to implement even more – or just different yeah, intentions. Yeah. And um, one was just reading more, trying to be really proactive about reading and having a reading list of what I wanted to read next and ordering stuff from the library and making myself read nonfiction and just making myself find the time to read. Right. And I think – I think was it then that we started – Trying to only watch TV on the weekends. Wait, when? What in the summer or some? Or in the fall? Well, I know at some point we felt so like this is actually a good, a good point related to our intentions point from earlier because we've tried this several times. Right, that's true. That's a good I point. I think the most recent time we tried was in um, December. December, yeah. yeah, for Advent. For Advent, that's right. And that has kind of stuck. But yes. we've tried this since then. I think we did it this summer. I think we did it even the year before that. Yeah, that's right. And it, it sort of has it has deteriorated. Yeah, we been... were like, oh, we need to read more. We should yeah. watch less TV. So let's only watch TV on the weekends. Yeah. But yeah, since December, it's actually really stuck, and we both feel good about it. Yeah. And yeah, it's been kind of an. I do watch habit. sports outside of the weekend. Sure, but like TV shows. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, that that that's true. So we kind of had a. I felt like I started some new intentions in the summer, and that's when we started our CSA, which was totally new. Community totally supported agriculture. If you don't know what CSA is, I had no idea what CSA was. Yeah, and then we moved we to Austin, this. and there were so many options for yeah, it. Yeah, so we have this farm called JBG Organic. We really like them. Uh, is it Johnson's Backyard Garden or something? I think so. Yeah. Um, and yeah, we get this uh, community supported agriculture box. So we're supporting local business efforts. We're supporting local farming. We're getting healthy organic groceries, and we have all of these picked out for us ahead of time. We can do some customization to the box every week, but they're mostly picked out for us. And then it's kind of nice because it gives us like a, a, a framework to our meal planning. Yeah. I say ours if I'm contributing is mostly Sally who does the meal planning, but I think but yeah, it's, it's kind of like gives us, yeah, this limitation because I don't buy any of veggies except the ones we get in our CSA. Right. So it's actually helped our budget. Right. It's helped our, yeah, just, just our meal planning. It's helped, I think... It just help, helped us eat more diversely, yeah, too. Yeah, because we would p get veggies that we wouldn't normally it get. It also helped us discover that nobody in our household likes turnips and radishes. <laughs> oh, my goodness. How does anybody eat those? They are gross. Yeah, I don't know. If people have great ideas, I was just roasting them. And I really normally can eat anything and anything. And I right. I don't have a problem. But I just – I almost threw up in my mouth. I yeah, think, I also – that was a lot of detail. But <laughs> I also uh, – I tried so hard. I'm generally not a picky eater, but man, these things are rough. Oh, boy. 
the first night we made them, like Sally had looked up some great ways to prepare radishes. Or maybe it was turnips that we had first. I, I don't, don't know. know. You looked up some great ways to prepare them. You were, we were going to roast them, you know, put some it butter like, and salt why, and pepper on them. Why would that like, be bad? It was going to be good. You know, just veggies. like a, yeah, exactly. And uh, it was not good. Yeah. It's not good at all. So, but the CSA so, itself is good. That was really yeah, good. Yeah, agreed. And then I think it was in the fall that I, again, had another, I guess I like self-reflection or something, or I continually feel like I need to self-reflect and right. change things. So then it was in the fall that I started doing weekend Instagram fasts. Yes. And I would, after Friday night, I would um, offload my Instagram app and not look at it again until sometime on Monday. And I've really liked that. It's not, it's not been as hard as I thought. And sometimes by sometimes Monday morning, I tempt her though. I'm like, oh, Sally, look at this meme. This is a really funny meme. Look <laughs> at this video. True, you won't true. believe this. I'm like, I must shield my eyes. No, I, I do look for a moment. <laughs> but um, but yeah, sometimes on Monday morning, I'm like, maybe I should just get a rent Instagram altogether. But I have no, yet to do that. No. I know. But on. sometimes on Monday Come morning, on. I think that. I, think, I just showed you Beige Cardigan though. You can't get rid of an Instagram right, account now. Right, <laughs> Yeah, if you haven't checked out Beige Cardigan, hilarious Instagram account. I don't endorse all the content on there, but it's very funny so okay, okay what else we're just, so we did csa so yeah so no tv on week uh, except on weekends so we've kind of yeah we've kind of been talking about things that we changed in 2017 yeah and those are all things that we're going to continue in 2018 right are there any anything else that you that you want to keep doing from 2017 um well i ramped up my reading a lot in 2017 uh i had not been reading as much the really the couple years prior. I know, me too. So I've done a lot more reading and I've enjoyed that. And I've gotten into fiction. I think maybe that's the biggest yeah, that's right. step forward for that's my reading. That's a really good point. Um, and I've gotten into nonfiction. <laughs> yeah, it actually, I think my fiction uh, entree started with um, A Man Called Uva that we did in our vernacular book oh, club. Oh, yeah. Which was, was actually first... technically in 2016, but yeah. Was it? We read it in 2016, but then we discussed that's it right. in 2017. That's right. Yeah, I read it at the very end of 2016. Yeah. Um, and that kind of got me thinking oh this maybe there's something to this fiction yeah thing. I, i've read fiction in the past but not consistently i think and then i don't know i had this weird thing where i always thought i was wasting my reading time if i was reading something like fiction as opposed to facts i've totally i've totally Thankfully, come around on gotten this. rid of yeah, that, that idea was, that, was, uh, <laughs> that was that was silly i was foolish and immature um <laughs> and now i really like fiction and i'm really into the bosch series and nice yeah so, so i don't continuing know i to read more fiction i want to be a detective now i don't know it's gonna be great <laughs> I'm gonna go join the LAPD, nice. be a homicide detective, nice. or the NYPD. Uh, oh yeah, we uh, we watched an episode of Blue Bloods last night with uh, Sally's parents, and yeah, NYPD pretty cool too. Okay, so are there any things that you want to, or is there anything that you want to do differently in 2018? Apart from becoming a detective, right? Except for um, your new life dream of becoming a detective. Do differently in 2018? Yeah, there is. I the biggest thing that comes to my mind is. Um, I'm a pretty anxious person. I spend a lot of my time worrying. And, uh, you know, I don't practice mindfulness in the sense of, like, being fully present in the moment. There's often, like, just other things going through my mind when I'm with you, Sally, or, you know, the girls. Mm -hmm. And uh, I really don't want to be like that. I want to make a, a concerted effort this year to stop worrying so much and just enjoy the time that I have with you. And, uh, yeah. That's awesome. I don't know, they got kind of heavy, but yeah, no, that's great. Yeah, just like looking back, I mean, there was so much, there were there were so many things that happened in 2017 for us as a family, like moving and me being overseas, and uh, yeah, it just seemed like we blinked and it, and it happened. You know, right. 2017 is gone. Yeah, and uh, 
yeah, we've had a lot of good moments too. And I have a lot of good memories from the past year and I want to fully appreciate everything we do from now forward too. So yeah, I think that's my big thing is just try to be less anxious. Yeah. I like it. I, I think less seriously, but I want to read more outside my comfort zone. So last good, year I tried yeah. to read more nonfiction. That's great. So now I want to read books that maybe even fiction or nonfiction that I wouldn't necessarily gravitate towards. Right. Or that I would heard of before and thought, nah, I don't want that, but maybe I should try it. I have a really hard time reading books I don't enjoy. I know. It is hard. A really hard time. It is hard. And I still maintain my like 50 page, 75 page rule where after I've read 50 or 75 pages, good rule. if I'm yeah, not you gotta into decide. it. But maybe I should try more books. I was telling somebody about your I was telling somebody about your fifty page rule the other day, actually. Like, yeah. I was telling them how you are reading approximately a book a week or so, maybe a little more. Yeah, it really depends. Really depends. Well, like I, sure, week. on the length of the book, yeah. yeah. But I did tell them your fifty page rule. Yeah. And uh, yeah, how you heard that on a podcast, I think. Yeah, I think it was NPR. You got to decide fifty pages in. Is this for me or right. not? And there's, there's so no many books shame. In the world. <laughs> no shame in saying it's not for me. Yeah, you don't have to finish every book. Yeah. Um, the other thing I want to do. I think it was in December. Yeah, it was at the beginning of the Advent too. I tried to go to bed earlier and mm-hmm. get up earlier. Yeah. And I want to go to bed even earlier and get up even earlier. Right. I want to go to bed later <laughs> and get up earlier. I want to just be, I want to, tra- here's what I want to do in You want to not need much sleep. I heard that Bill Clinton, when he was president, trained his body to thrive on four hours of sleep. There are people like that. That's what I want to do. Yeah. Just four hours. That sounds terrible. Yeah, it does actually. It sounds yeah. really bad. Yeah. Does not sound like a recipe for human flourishing. <laughs> Yeah, I need my seven to eight hours. Yeah. Also, Bill Clinton had a, like a heart attack or something, or like triple bypass surgery. Okay. He was in his sixties, so, so maybe it, maybe it didn't work out super well. Well, and then our joint thing that we want to do differently in twenty eighteen is oh, that yeah. this was inspired by, for me anyways, it was inspired by um, match the matrimony couple, yeah, Kelsey and Chris Wharton. They were on our podcast, and they are doing weekly at home dates on Thursday nights, and so I thought we could do something similar. And we could uh, just have like a sofa chat yeah. where we sit on the sofa and we talk. Sounds so we great. don't read because I kind of end up getting into this habit of just reading every night. And reading is great, but then you and I don't have as much time to talk when the kids are asleep. Correct. So this would be, we would read, we would, I mean, we would talk for an hour and then we could read with the rest of our time. But that would be one night a week where we would prioritize talking instead an of hour of talking together <laughs> with each other. Oh no, that's like terrible. Making eye contact? Yes. What? Without children around? What? What are we gonna do? So yeah, we tried this last week and it was so fun. So that's I think what we're, we're doing. Gonna wait, do. what, what day of the week are we doing? Did we set one yet? I don't think we set a date. Okay. But yeah, it would just be we could set one. Hey, what are you doing Monday? <laughs> Maybe it should be like midweek. Mm, all right. Wednesday. You know, what are you doing Wednesday? To look forward to. <laughs> are you around Wednesday? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so that's our joint goal for twenty eighteen. Yeah, that's a good one. Or um, intention. Do we have anything else to talk about or is that it? No, I, I don't think so. Wow, look at how short that was. Yeah. I Aren't know. you guys enjoying this? <laughs> less of us in 2018? Is anybody around That's our theme. Anymore? Less of us and less of Sally and Zach in 2018. Um, wow, that was really short. Okay. Um, so yeah, we already talked about the new vernacular. We're really excited about that. I think, uh, did we mention that we're doing this a little bit less frequently? Like Oh yeah, every other not week. Not weekly episodes. Yes, we're that is something we're doing week. differently. We're leaving in 2017. The weekly vernacular episodes we're leaving in 2017. Yeah, so every other week we'll be back to talk about another aspect of what makes us human. Yeah, and if you have ideas for what we should talk about, let us know. You should. You can find us on email at Zach and Sally at vernacularpodcast.com or on Twitter and Instagram at vernacularpod or on our website at vernacularpodcast.com. All right. 
for vernacular podcast <laughs> oh yeah you yeah you go oh no it's fine no go for it okay for vernacular podcast i'm sally and i'm zach see you next week i mean yeah, in two weeks it's, it's have a great week actually oh have a great week let's try it again okay one more time have a great week no like from the beginning like, oh shoot for vernacular okay. podcast okay um, we've lost our listeners already. Yeah, um, for Vernacular Podcast, I'm Sally. And I'm Zach. Have a great week. Nailed it. Bye.